Happy Sunday and welcome to Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B, here to provide you with your favorite way to start the week. Every Sunday, we explore new topics and dive into conversations that matter and some that truly do not. Tune in each week to smile, learn something new, and join your favorite brunch gang. Let's get into it. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Brunch with Desby. I'm so excited today. I'm hanging with my sister. Oh, it... Michaela Yay. Michelle. <laughs> it's kind of spooky. It is spooky. I love it. Um, we're here because Michaela is officially one year post party. Yay. The I'm party. The party down there <laughs> having a baby. Um, obviously, we're both moms. And we have a lot to talk about today. We are 15 months apart and our babies are 16 months apart, our first. And then our second are eight weeks apart. Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. That's kind of cool. So um, before we get started, me and Michaela, well, Michaela kind of knows the vibe of brunch, but like just a little like chatty Kathy. We have brand new. First off, when you're listening to this, I am away this weekend and Michaela is probably helping with my kids. Mm, unfortunately yeah yeah I am definitely <laughs> out in Texas right now with Buff Bunny collection I'm actually doing a self-defense class tomorrow wait you're leaving tomorrow babe it's Sunday oh <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna be doing this Monday yeah so tomorrow okay I have so a self-defense class this today's Sunday happy okay. Sunday yeah happy uh, Sunday thanks guys so I'm in uh, Texas with Buff Bunny collection. We have the new cake collection. Did you see the launch video and stuff? I did not, but I saw your clothes. Michaela, fucking Wait. lie, bitch. <laughs> lie. Say, oh my God. Yeah. I see your new clothes over yeah, here. Yeah. My Buff Bunny collection, cake yeah, collection. Really cute. Right behind us. She, she literally walked in and was like, oh, this is cute. Yeah. This reminds me of mom. It, I did. It, not in a bad way. <laughs> no, it's like giving. It's giving pinks and purples yes. and it's giving cake. Yes. So we have the new Buff Bunny collection launching this Saturday, which I'm really excited about. It's probably my favorite launch since Sugar Rush, which if you guys remember that, I feel like you really liked that one too. Yeah. That was last year's like pinks and like Candyland vibes. Yes. So um, cake launches this Saturday is always code DESB for 10% off. But we have some watches this week and Michaela can kind of come in to these conversations that's why I wanted to start here fresh and raw with our intro because we always kind of recap the last of us so today we're talking about the last episode did you oh, watch the finale yes I actually watched it without Joey yesterday oh no yeah, I told him I'm is like, your guys's marriage okay <laughs> we're fine <laughs> we're fine <laughs> no but like what did you think of the last episode I don't know I f I like I don't know if I didn't, I don't know what to think about Joel. Yeah. It was, it was a little dark. Like, it was like, a little Joel, dark. Dude, like what? Daddy Pedro. Yeah. Daddy Pedro. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. So I was like kind of mad at him, but like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. How uh, you I always try to that. zoom out, you know, because he finally like found this person that gave meaning yeah. to life again. Like he, he was becoming a father again. Yes. And he, in to, to want to protect that, like naturally his instinct of like yeah. fatherhood. Right. But the idea that she potentially could have saved humanity and he kind of like was like, yeah, fuck that. I know. That's why I was kind of like, 
Mm. Oh. It kind of like rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, it was kind of gave me the ick. Yeah. But also, I did see on TikTok that the the mom that had Ellie was the same girl that played in the video game. But it's like, it's her facial. It's her face. You know what I'm saying? How they have like dots on their face. Oh, really? And like, oh, you know what, I, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't know what that's called. Like, like kind of like the Avatar. stand-in. The stand-in. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Cool. Yeah. So I mean, I we, we always, cool. we can trust anything on TikTok. Yeah. So definitely for way sure. more than anyone else. <laughs> That's definitely truth. <laughs> um, yeah. I love the last episode too. Obviously we, we know it was kind of the end of season one, which is very sad. We didn't necessarily see zombies or anything, but it was more it was of like a lot of violence. Oh my gosh. Yeah. At one point I was almost getting like scared because yeah. I, it was, it was like, it was, it was giving mass shooter. It was giving anxiety. It was, <laughs> it, it was scary. Like it was a real, like he went into this like mental place and you yes. felt it. Yeah. You felt this like dark presence yeah. and it, it was hundred percent scary AF. And it was just very dark. Oh, even yeah. like the, even his hair background. was fucked up. Like yeah. his hair was like, you could tell he was like unhinged. Yes. hundred percent. At the <laughs> end, he like lied. And that's what killed me even more because she fucking knew it. Yeah, like she like knows she he's even lying. questioned it. She knows he's lying, but she's like, but I love you. Like, I also trust yeah. you, even though right now I know you're lying. Yeah. And then that was it. I know. I, they have a season two, right? Yeah, absolutely. Making. Yeah. I wonder, like, what's going to happen next? I don't know, because uh, we better get more fucking zombies. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. I, I waited all fucking season <laughs> to see the, that bitch come up from underneath the ground again, the bloater. Oh, yeah, the big or even, or even, one. Or even the, <laughs> that was a big one. Or a even the, cl- the clicker. The I don't remember the, that one. The girl, she was like contorted in the car. Oh, wait, yeah. And I, I do and remember we, that we never one. saw him again. That was the most intense episode of zombies, and we just never saw him yeah. again. Ugh. I also told Joey, I'm like, how fun would that be if you were playing the zombie role? And you're like, just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that is unhinged to even act that. Like, you have to really have just no shame. I would be embarrassed. <laughs> I know, but they can't really yeah. see you. I know they'd be like flailing your like <laughs> arms around more, and I'd be like, no, like, is this enough? Like, ah. that's oh, funny. Okay, yeah. another watch that I had this week. First off, Malaysia Flight 370. Yes, on the netty. The Nettie Pot, the Netflix. Yep. Um, pretty good. I mean, like, I actually watched an, a podcast episode about this before from My Favorite Murder. They covered the story. So I kind of knew going into it, like, about it. I personally do not remember it going missing. Really? See, no, I, I do. don't. Joey doesn't either. But I That's do. Weird. I was in my culinary class when I was in high school <laughs> and I was on Twitter or Instagram. Funny. And I saw the news. Yeah, yeah, but I also, I didn't watch, I watched it, but I watched like one episode. Yeah, we didn't really get into it, but so far, like it's really good. It's yeah. interesting. So crazy. Just I just, all the theories. Yeah, I just don't trust anyone. So I'm like, yeah, someone's covering it up in the, the high elites. Like yeah. I don't give a fuck what government it is. I don't care what party they are. Someone's just covering tracks. Yeah. Someone so knows weird. they fucked up. Someone fucked up. That's but really also, what it comes down to. Also giving manifest. Yeah. I, I'm like, <laughs> did they, did they base it off of that? I don't know. I but really like, didn't but, watch Manifest But they also, either. Manifest, they came back and they were like the same age. Yeah, true. So this is a little bit different. Right. Um, similar but different. I like the parallels. Okay, we'll, yeah. we'll call it that. Um, the next watch that I had was actually um, White Lotus. Oh, yeah. I finished. I told her to watch yes, that. Yes, I finished season one. Okay. We're done with season one. So we're on season two. Yep. 
season one was a, I thought it was a banger, um, really ended not in a way that I thought when the director yes. like died. Yep. First off, when he was, when he was eating ass, you want to talk about the most unhinged scene I've ever seen on TV? The way he was in his ass. Yeah. He, that was dude. That was that was like a an traumatic. endless bowl of like macaroni and cheese that you like really want in that moment. Drunk, he was like had the munchies on his ass. He was he was definitely scary during the whole when um, he, when season. he yeah when he was like super drugged yeah the ketamine was yeah. ketamining <laughs> he, he was fucked up um, but that was a really great show. I've never watched White Lotus. All of you bitches out there like, White Lotus, White Lotus, it's so, so good, <laughs> season two. And I was finally like, okay, pick me, yeah. I'm going to watch it. And I have to say, season one was a banger, that's on HBO Max. Yeah. Also watch the intro on Netflix of the Murdaw, Alex Murdaw bullshit. Oh, yeah. um, I actually watched something like this on HBO Max. So again, I had like a little bit of an understanding going into it, but um, I'm not that like versed on the Murdaws, but I just thought it was fucked up how like so many small country, like counties can like operate in their own sanctions. Yeah. Like they're that small of a county that they virtually are ran by like all the same people. Mm -hmm. It was reminding me of like Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. Do you remember that? Where like they were just oh, kind of yeah. like all townies. Uh huh. Yeah, that was really Oh, weird. the Hills Have Eyes scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wonder how I would respond if I watched it again. We because should. I yeah. never watch scary movies anymore. You know what I would love to rewatch too is the Saw movies. Oh, hell no. <laughs> but dude, the white funny, room. Funny story, dude. This was when my mom and dad were, they they weren't divorced. They were, they divorced. were divorced. They had just oh, recently got sure. divorced. My dad always let us watch the scary movies. Like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, like, like when those we were, movies. I mean, I'm not going to lie. We were like, we were young. Dude, we were, we were in eight, like, nine. Yeah, we were in like fourth or fifth grade. Yeah. And one night, me and Michaela, we we co-slept. <laughs> we sure did. <laughs> we bed shared uh, downstairs, which is even more scary. I know. Why were we in the basement? What the I don't know. fuck? Anyways, we were downstairs co-sleeping. <laughs> By the way, do you remember our pet rats? <laughs> <laughs> I just that just brought me back. Yeah, but we anyway, had pet rats. We co-slept. We co-slept together, and um, <laughs> we had just got done watching Saw One. First Saw ever came out. And one, Still and they were, scary. if you don't, I don't remember, they were in a white room and they had to like saw off their own ankle. That's Anyways, triggering me right now. Michaela, Michaela woke up in the middle of the night and literally just starts saying like, I'm in the white room. <laughs> yeah. And I was she's crying. like shaking and crying in bed. Yeah. Scares the piss out of me. Then I had to go get my dad and whatever. Anyways. Yeah, that's probably why I have issues. Yeah. She's today. not a, she's not a huge horror queen. I was though until I had kids that, and now I can't do it. That too. Yeah. Kids really just ruin everything. Yeah, they really do. Mm. I could probably watch like, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> I could probably watch like, like the movie Sinister. I, f I don't like the like devil kind of movies, but I could watch them more than I could watch like abductions. That's fair. You know it saying? depends on like the type of crime. Yes. hundred percent. That's occurring. Cause that's if for it's sure. more like sinister than like lay it on me. Yeah. Will you hold this? I'm going to crack an Alani. Yeah. Ooh, oh, that's crispy. That <laughs> Stop. <laughs> now you got to burp after. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it, it, that's fake. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Oh, that's so funny. All right. So yeah, great. Great memories. Great watches. Yeah. Um, 
definitely make sure you guys go watch White Lotus. Long story short. Yeah. And then maybe we're going to have a horror scary movie thon. Yeah. Speaking of horror. What? Is the horror that our husbands are going to have when we leave <laughs> them in fucking May. Oh, I am ready. We're leaving our husbands. And I'm not saying goodbye. No. Like we're leaving. That we are leaving our husbands. Yeah. That's like the title of the episode. Yeah. We're leaving. <laughs> We're leaving our We're husbands. leaving our husbands. No, but um, I'm going to the Dear Media in Real Life podcast like event. Yeah. I'm with, excited. With my fucking blazer in my portfolio, bitch. I'm coming <laughs> with like a fucking pad, a pen, and a I paper. I am going to be my sister's secretary. Yeah, Michaela's coming to be my be concierge. Like the whole time. Yeah, she's literally coming to be my videographer. <laughs> um, But no, Michaela's coming with me. We're going to... Um, Austin, Texas in the beginning of May. It'll be super fun. We'll be home right in time for Archie's first birthday. And it's just going to be her and I, we have not done something like this since we went to the Tula event in yeah. 2018, yeah. January. And we went together to, to New York, New York, the big fucking apple yeah. with our big fucking asses. And I was not impressed. No, it was a quick Dad trip. New York, but you gotta be a certain you gotta be to a certain there. type of dirty to live there. Yeah. Just kidding. Not like dirty, but, but it, like we didn't go like downtown New York. No, New it was York. cold as piss. Yeah, we really only like went to dinner and like stayed but in the hotel. It was nice though. We stayed there for what, like two days, I think. Yeah, it was a really quick trip, but still yeah. that was the only time we'd gone out other than we went to Kentucky together. Yeah. But like that doesn't even count. It's Kentucky bitch. Yeah, but we, we drove. Went, yeah, but we went with your meetup. That was fun. You remember? I know. I'm just joking. Oh. Like, yeah, it was a fun trip. <laughs> no, Camp Desby. Camp Desby. We rock. Oh, we rock. We rock. Every Desby. day and every night. We rock. <laughs> we rock. We rock on. By the way, it's almost been five years since Demi Lovato's relapse. Oh, my God. And I gosh. know that because our concert today. Dude, okay, sidebar. Regardless, excited for our vacation. Yes. Funny story today, as we're recording this, memories came up. And five years ago today, we went to see Demi Lovato in concert with Kalani and um, DJ Khaled. D- DJ Khaled. God, the way he danced. Um, oh. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we went. But like when we were at the concert, dude, I remember. I told you. Yep. I said, dude, something seems off. Yep. I think she, did I not tell you? I no, think you she did. relapsed. Yes. I think she's using yes. bitch. I fucking called no, it. No, you did. And like a week later, days later. Dude, no, it's like in three days, probably. <laughs> she relapsed. And that was the relapse that almost fucking killed yes. her. Yes, Like she like yep. had like five strokes or whatever. Yeah. That was crazy. That's crazy. And I remember I was like, I was like, yeah, I called it. <laughs> that was, that was a really good concert though. It was a great concert, but I, I, could, love tell, I could tell though. I could tell my girl was off. <laughs> Demi wasn't Demi. Uh, I hope she's doing good right now. <laughs> mm. Poot Lovato. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't get over that picture of I can't, her. I can't poot. <laughs> the way that people called her poot. You know what it reminds me of and why it makes me laugh is what? because Abby Herbringer or whatever oh, yeah, she calls, calls her, her daughter poot. Yeah. So you know, I, she just had her baby. I do. Okay. I thought that that was the joke. I thought they were calling her her baby, Abby Herminger baby. Actually pooped. Oh. And I was like, what? no, they joke a lot. I'm like, TikTok, y'all need to relax. Yeah, calm it down. No, for real. Like, relax. You're causing a lot of insecurities. <laughs> and it is nuts. I, ho- I hope America bans China. <laughs> I hope that that comes through. Speaking of coming through, Biden. 
with yeah. fucking daylight savings time. Biden, this what are was you su- doing? This was supposed to be canceled last year. Like, if cancel culture is going to exist, we need to live to exist to cancel daylight savings time. I agree. Yeah, it's Biden, where's my college... Um, what's it called? I don't think you're getting that. No, so. I don't think so either. <laughs> yeah. uh, we can just bury that hatchet because you're not getting free college. Bro. Or should I say paid back or whatever? Sorry. You know, shit happens. We have other places to <laughs> delegate money and we'll leave it at that. We yeah. have other things to worry I'm about. I'm not going to say anything. Not, not your college mm. on American soil. Lame. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, skincare corner. I don't have much new for you guys. You guys know my skin is glowing because of Tula code does be for 15% off <laughs> and you beauty code does be for 20% off. I have to get you some you beauty because shit is fire. Yeah. I've never tried it. I've it's, never heard of it. Me neither until the contact I had at okay. Tula reached out cause she works with you beauty and she was like, you have to try this stuff. Like I know you ride for Tula, but like you have to try it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to give myself four weeks to do you beauty at night only. Okay. Like just my night routine, like you beauty. And then I add my new, like Tula 24 hour hydration serum, but regardless, just you beauty. And then it was like a complete sleigh. Like everything like feels really good. I just, I really like it. I really like it. Yeah. So yeah, I'll have to give you some to try. Anyways, I think that's all. Um, Michaela, do you have anything else to say before we get into the, to the bit? Mm -mm. Not that I can think of. Okay. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I talk about BetterHelp a lot, seeing as that it's benefited me in the past two years. Some people think, you know, maybe, oh, things have to get really bad until you can go to therapy. You're like, I'm not depressed. Why do I need therapy? But really therapy is a tool to where you're using it before things were to get worse and to avoid being at your lowest low. I don't know about you, but why the fuck would you want to get to your lowest low before you climb out to the to that top again, right? BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anyone on your camera. You don't have to wear pants. You don't even have to put on pajamas. You could be naked wherever you're at and do a therapy session with your therapist. So for me personally, I like to put my AirPods in. I'll walk around my desk room. I'll go for a walk outside when it's nice out, whatever it may be. And that's what works for me. It is customizable and it is more affordable than most in-person therapy. You can get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try. See why over two million, million, trillion people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. And girls, don't forget to get on betterhelp.com slash desby and put in that discount code. If you forget that, you do not get that 10% off your first month. And that is the deal with being a listener of Brunch with Desby. I don't know. Do you guys want a little like signifier that I love we're that. switching topics? Yeah. All right. So today we're going to chat about a lot of things like motherhood and kind of giving some feedback on some questions we got. I had a lot of beautiful questions come from people even that don't have kids and are just like, Hey Des, like, how do I support my friend? 
like how do I support my my friend better or my sister-in-law or whatever it may Aww. be I know I thought that was that's so really sweet. sweet I'm like that's a really great question because I know and I spoke about this actually last episode I think Michaela or two episodes ago like after having kids like I wish I knew how it was like I wish I could have helped you more yeah like I had you have no idea no but also like you weren't living by us I I wasn't but like when I did come home like I wish I could have been like I'll take Mila for a couple hours or like go nap like I didn't even I just didn't even know but it it was still weird just because I was still living at Joey's house so you probably didn't feel like true come like I don't know what the word even just checking in though even mentally like hey how are you doing like I didn't know (laughs) 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 yeah you're right (laughs) Her first response, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Fuck, I'm sorry. Anyways. Oh, gosh. We're here because I don't want people to be a piece of shit like me. Well, I'm glad I wasn't, like, freaking postpartum, like, depression. Honestly, with Mila, I was fine. I just had, you know, the little baby blues. Yeah. And then rage. God, dude. Uh, That's the one thing I struggle with is rage. Still? No, not okay, anymore, but like say, newborn dude, stage. When I had Maddox. Like, I want to be like this to Joey all the time. Resentment and also rage even against your kids. Like, dude, I remember when Maddox would wake up in the middle of the night. Oh. I would, the way I would clench my jaw, like yeah. I thought I was going to like hurt my teeth. Like mm-hmm. I was like, dude, I'm fucking my jaw because yeah. I would get so fucking mad. You, <laughs> you would never do anything, right? But like right, in the no. moment you're just like- go to sleep yeah and I've noticed I've noticed with Archie like I don't even do that at all like oh my god the second is just it's it's harder transition easier mentally yes because you're like you just flow yeah you're like well if I'm gonna be depressed I might as well just do everything yeah (laughs) it's like if they're not gonna sleep through the night I might as well mentally prepare for it like don't even expect it yeah but I feel like with your first you're so like hyper obsessed with like obsessed with sleep oh my god you're obsessed obsessed with with sleep them eating like making sure they get enough which I'm like not trying to bash anyone because you know we were there for sure yeah but it's just different with you just have no yeah you're you just don't know anything no dude your first like even like some of the stuff I post now, I like look and I like cringe. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'll never forget the little baby bump pictures. And yeah. And, but we all did it. Yeah. First time. We moms. all did it. But we I'm like, dude, I, I barely posted shit with Archie. The only reason I did was because we went to weekly appointments or right. else I don't think I would have given him a, a rat's booty. Right. I remember too, like with um, Maddox and again, solidarity, we're, we're all like in this together. We've all done it. With Maddox, dude, I would, I would like post every not every night, Not but like video every night. <laughs> no, <laughs> shut up. No, post, post him being born. I would always be posting um, like, oh, good morning, guys. Maddox slept five hours oh, last night. Yeah. So grateful. Mm. Oh my gosh. I'm whatever. Or like mm. next morning. Oh guys, Ma- mm. only got two hours of sleep last night. Stressing. And I'm like, why did I share that? Like literally people no are probably so them. mad at you. Oh my God. They're like, I don't like, care. <laughs> Or they're like, can she stop complaining? <laughs> We've all been there. Like, uh, trust me, oh, I have. I pass no judgment. Yeah. I see. I've seen a lot of friends that I know announce their pregnancies, and after they do it, they immediately post like their their bump. Oh, I can let the belly out now, and I just I laugh because I'm just like, I loved that feeling. Oh yeah, I loved that feeling of like thinking I had a bump when like you really did it until you're like 40 oh weeks. Oh my God. You're 40, you're 39 weeks and you realize like you cannot see your <laughs> pelvis. 
And you're like, what am I shaving? I think I right. shaved off my clit at one point. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, I know I did for sure. Uh, no, but like for a crime scene. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, my period? Like what? <laughs> oh, my clit is literally on the floor of the, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, yikes. No, it's, it's so different. And again, like all love for people who are in that position right now, because it's such a, like, it's such a special time there by, by no means are we just making fun of us. I mean, yeah, I'm like literally roasting myself because it is like so crazy (laughs) to me. me, hard roast on myself. Okay. So like, let's get into a few questions. Um, Let's get to this first one. How to how to handle the feeling of overwhelmed, feeling overwhelmed and resentful. Um, when you find that answer, babe, I want (laughs) you to come to me. No, I feel like you you give your one tip first. Like if if you're feeling like super resentful for a minute, like do you find anything helps you? I rage clean. Oh, that's so healthy. Oh, you get a clean house. No, I totally clean. Yeah, she's and it clean. really does help. Me. She's cleaning all the time. I'm cleaning all the time. She is Sunday resetting Sunday <laughs> through Saturday. Her TikToks Monday reset, Sunday re- Thursday midday reset. So bad. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like for me, I've noticed that like I have to go mentally. I have to think of it mentally, and I have to be like, this is such a short period of time, and I try to think of it in a way of like, in a couple years, I'm gonna fucking cry that this time is over. Yeah, like the minute that my kids are out of like toddler clothes. Right. And we or have like to like go to the big boy section or something. Yeah. Like I'm going to miss these days. I'm going to want them back. So I try to transport there mentally. And in terms of like resentment, I can always be better at this. And I think Michaela could too. Like we can both attest to this. It's all about just like asking men are fucking stupid. So like the more that you, <laughs> so expe- the more you expect them to think that they know what they should be doing, the more pissed you're going to be. Yeah. You right. just got to fucking say it. Yes. You have to ask. You want help with the dishes? Tell them to fucking do the yeah. dishes. Like I, there is no, you're just, you got to communicate yeah. and it's so much harder with kids. Right. My problem though, when Mila was born, I didn't ask any help from Joey because he would do it all wrong. Oh yeah. You, you felt like you were the one like, yes. Oh, I like, know how to change the diaper best. my way. And that was hard for me. But once Mila was like, you know, I think like crawling and stuff, I was finally like, you know what? I just need to stop and his way is going to be his way. And that's okay. Yeah. I mean, even when Wyatt puts the diaper on backwards, I'm like, at least it's on. <laughs> <laughs> when he put the back on the front, I was like, you just got to... <laughs> You just got to relinquish the idea of perfection and just be like, it's on. Uh, yeah. That, that's like that, the, that's the biggest thing for me. Like, <laughs> just, did he really put a diaper? Yeah. Dude, he had, he'd never changed a diaper before Maddox. He never even held a baby. So like when it went on backwards and it, that's when you just had to leave the idea of like perfection at the door yeah. and just be like, it's on and like, let's celebrate that. Right. That's what I can say. <laughs> Tips for being prepared to be pregnant for first time moms. I know each journey is different. So this person I'm assuming is coming at the idea of like, I'm not pregnant yet, but like, what would you say to someone like newly pregnant? Um, I don't know. I guess give yourself grace, especially in the first trimester. Oh yeah. Um, first trimester is super hard. Especially first pregnancy. Yeah. Like I feel like everyone I've known to have rough pregnancies, it's, it's really bad. Like they're first. Yes. Yeah. So, and then second trimester, I would say like, get all your shit done. Yes. Get all your shit done. Get the nursery done. It's never too early to pack your hospital bag. Mm -mm. 
And then third trimester, honestly, just ride it out. Yeah, you just got a vibe check. Yeah. yeah. It's hard, but. I would say the same with just being prepared just comes with like understanding that this is truly a new, you are preparing to meet a new version of yourself. Yes. And I would genuinely say this in like the non-scariest way possible. Start saying goodbye to your current self. Yeah. Because you will never get her back. And that's not to sound like negative. It's just, you will be amplified. And the current idea that you can like go out and do anything you want, run to Target when you want, run to the Mm -hmm. store when you want, whatever it may be. Yeah, take advantage. Just take advantage of it. And like, live in the day to day. Try not to like live your pregnancy or like waste your pregnancy and wish it away. That would be my biggest thing is just literally live in the present as much as you can. Um, do you have another one or yeah, one you want to answer? I'm going to read off mine. Yeah. Okay. What was your process of ending night feeds? Okay. So I just didn't offer him the boob ever again. Yeah. I didn't either. Like literally I was just like cry. Yeah. I did the cry it out method and I know people have like their opinions on it, but honestly, the first night with Gio, it was like, it wasn't awful. And then I just, I was like to my breaking point and I said this on my Instagram story that I like couldn't even go in there to like console him because mm-hmm. I just was so, I was done. Yeah. So, and he's been sleeping all night now. Because he's dramatized. <laughs> right? Fuck? He doesn't want to wake up. No, here's the thing though. It's like in this situation, I'm not really for cried out. Only I'm for the roller coaster. Do you know what I'm saying? Like as long as they're like, yes. Like if. <laughs> but if they're like crying bloody murder. For like a minute or yeah. two straight. Like no. Yeah. But when I think of what you're probably mentioning Joey is like, Gio. you kind of watched him, you know, yeah. okay, he's okay. Okay. He was kind of like, when right. he's just talking basically. Yes. But I will say like, if you are a parent and you find yourself needing to do the cried out, give yourself grace and don't be mad at yourself for doing it. Cause they are in the safest yes, place. They're in the safest too. place to just cry. Yep. You would rather them cry in that space where there is nothing physically you could do to harm them, even unintentionally. Right. Parenting is hard. So like, just always put them in that safe place, close the door, come back in 10 minutes. I promise you they're going to live. And I promise you they're not going to remember. Like, yeah. I, I really swear to that. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to night feeding, like for me personally, I just took it away. I found a bottle that worked really well, introduced it. Yep. And for Archie, I feel like it was more of just, he didn't necessarily like love my boobs. He loves to suck. Like he loves the comforting of suckling. Yeah. So finding a bottle was the perfect way to put him down. Mm-hmm. I bottle feed him to sleep. Yep. So be it. Some people don't mm-hmm. believe in like feeding them to sleep. He does fine. Yeah. Um, Geo does too. And then sometimes I've also laid him asleep kind of awake and he's fine and he goes to sleep too. Mm-hmm. So really you just have, every baby's going to be different, but you just really have to commit. Like if you have a problem, like right now, like yes. where you feel like your baby's on your titty all the time, like you genuinely, you just got to commit. You got to commit or to you, some Or you give, you give that load to your husband or your spouse yes. and you tell them they have to do night yeah. feeds. Yes. Hey, sleepy baby. Um, Rachel, we had her on a couple episodes ago. She has a whole highlight about night waning where her husband took every single shift yep. for a certain amount of weeks or something. So make mm-hmm. sure you check out that highlight. That could be super helpful. Oh yeah. Um, for you. Was it hard for you to conceive baby number two still trying? Um, for me, no. 
for me also no. And that's not to also take away from like the idea that a lot of people struggle. Mm -hmm. I don't think also that there should be this like negative connotation though with people who do not struggle. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, that I feel like that's just a straight like yes or no answer. But what we are here (laughs) to do right here with this in conceiving baby number two is place support in that because a lot of times hormones are still out of whack from baby number one. Um, I was fucking shocked that I got pregnant right away, especially pregnant while I was breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of things that go into that, but to this person and whoever else out there who's maybe trying to conceive right now and really wants that to be a goal, sending love, sending yes. hugs, yep. hang in there, take care of your mental health. If you're not in a good place here, it's not going to be a good place here too. You know what I mean? We're all connected. So just make sure that you're taking care of yourself, um, sending hugs there. Birthing positions and if it really matters. Michaela, you have a really good experience with different birthing positions. Yes. So with Gio, with Mila, I was on my back. You know, I had the epidural. She came out. Which, by the way, you do not need to be on your back if you have an epidural. I know. I think I saw that. They They try to tell you. Yeah, but like you cannot feel your legs. They they can help maneuver you though. Oh. But like if just if you're someone out there, I just wanted a quick sidebar. Just please because, advocate for yourself. Yeah. Just please because you say, have an epidural doesn't mean. Yeah, because sometimes it can be easier labor know. for you to push out and then you're not going to tear. Right. And that, unless you're on your back. Okay, right. keep going. So yeah, you were on so, your back for Mila. Yeah, for Mila. And then with Gio, yeah, I got to the hospital seven centimeters. And then I got, I wanted to get the epidural, blah, blah, blah. So I, I guess I'm kind of telling you my birth story, but mm. it's whatever. Um, And then... The girl, you know, came in with like her car, epidural car, blah, blah, blah. Um, she was about to stick me. And then I was like, I need to push. And so I, so the lady was like, okay, get on your back and I'll check you to like, make sure like the baby's, you know, um, in position and yeah. shit. And he definitely was. And she was I, like, he's halfway out. Yeah. And she's <laughs> like, she's like, yep, you're ready to start pushing. And so I pushed and something like honestly didn't feel right. I obviously was like acting so feral because I didn't have an epidural at all. And I was in the worst pain of my life. So being on my back was not comfortable. So something like in my body told me to get on my hands and knees. I told my midwife, I'm like, I can't do it like this. So she's like, okay. And I was like, I got to get on my hands and knees. And then that's when Gio like came out like two minutes later. Yeah. I think too, it's really cool to go natural in the sense of like you feel everything your body yeah. is doing. If you're prepared for going natural, oh my god, you will make it. Cool, you will. But I was not, and I'm traumatized now. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I was <laughs> not pre- prepared either. Yeah, like, I was, was definitely. It was so not quick for both of us. Yeah, it was not wanted. It was. Not- However. It was nice to feel the actual pressure of like needing to push because this is where a lot of people tear their vaginas to their anuses is because they're fucking numb from the epidural and they can't, they can't feel that natural sensation to need to push. And a lot of times doctors, Mm -hmm. nurses will make you start pushing Mm -hmm. prematurely and they, and you, cause you do not know your body, Mm -hmm. you're numb and you can't feel it. So if that's something that, you know, your goal is to go natural, that is a really great reason hands for doing it because you can feel it hands and knees I tried hands and knees actually because I was inspired by Michaela um and I told him I want to do it that's where I started and then um Archie's heartbeat kept like dropping like his heart rate kept dropping so they made me switch positions I was then kind of like on a sideline awkwardly the same position I got pregnant in. I was I was then full circle moment <laughs> <laughs> kind of like you know coming in and out and then um 
it again, we kind of saw like the heart rate drop again. And then I ended up kind of on my back, but I was a little bit like turned. I don't know. It was interesting, but just be very like open and vocal with your delivery team on where you want to birth and how maybe your goals are to birth. I was very vocal that I want an epidural did not get it. So don't always trust them to come through, but at least be an advocate for yourself. Also, when I was on my hands and knees, I did not tear at all. So I don't know if like, I didn't tear either. I mean, I was kind of in a mix of all, but I did not tear either. I did with Maddox a little bit, which is really shocking to me because he was just four pounds and so tiny, but my body was so not prepared to give birth. My hips were not open. He wasn't dropped, you know, all the things. So anyways, relative here, I'll, I'll do one on mine. Yeah. Your HR. Oh, sleep IQ. Your, your slumber. Oh, your, your slumber. HRV something last week was up. Nice. Cool. Okay. Um, it probably means you're dying, but like, whatever. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Do you want more babies? Girl, Dude, no. I don't, I don't think so. Mentally, no. But Me- my heart will always want that. Another. I think that's exactly where I'm at too. Like, I think for me, like I really would ch- be chasing the daughter. I know it sounds fucked, but like, yeah. I just, I really wish I could have a daughter. As mu- like, I, I'm such a boy mom and I'm so honored to be able to raise like boys that are going to treat girls right. You know, mm-hmm. like love that for me, but <clears throat> you know. That makes sense though. Yeah, I just- I, but I, I really, I really, really, really want to adopt. I always have wanted to, I've, I said it since I was a kid, me and my friend, we always wanted to adopt children from overseas. Like we said that from when we were like eighth grade, like yeah. it was a weird fucking thing we always wanted to do, but it's still just stuck really deep in my heart. So maybe one day I will get a daughter and it'll yeah. just be a little bit unconventional in the way I do, but. Or you that, could always foster too. Foster to adopt. I mean, foster, the, the goal with fostering though is to rehome. And I don't yeah, that think. that would be kind of hard. I don't think that that would be easy for me. Yeah. I think I, I it would be hard for my home to be a revolving door in that way. And I know we need people that do that, but I think where my emotions are, it would be really yeah. tough for me. You would get attached for sure. 100%. Like even Wyatt said I was clinging at the beginning. Like imagine a kid. Right. So I don't know. That would be the, as of right now, the only way I would really want another kid, right. to be honest. And that, that really switched quick because just a couple months ago, I was like, maybe I want another one. And oh my God, it switched I so fast. I will tell you no. It switched so fast. I know. I, that's I'm a like, bandwagon. That's like when <laughs> Gio just turned one and I was like, oh my gosh, like I just, I miss the newborn baby, but I don't miss the newborn stage. Like, oh, it's so and then a light fl- light switch. And then I was like, all right, I'm it's done. It's so boring. Yeah. And it's, yeah. It's, Not it. No. Let us know. I'll put it on the Instagram now. I want to poll. Do you prefer yeah. the, the infant stage, the toddler stage, or uh, let's just call it like four and up like or, or kindergarten stage? Yeah. I'll, I'll put that. Because obviously I have a lot of listeners with a lot of different kids as aged. Right. Do you want about breastfeeding? Why? You want to talk about tits? Yeah. Fucking weird. <laughs> What made you start weaning? Uh, just being touched out. Dude, it's a, such an unexplainable feeling until- Yeah, it like hits you out of nowhere. It, for me, I remember it was this time with Maddox. It was about eight months, or sorry, 10 months. And I was like, you only have two more months. You only have two more months. And I, mm. I kept this like hammer mentality. And now for Maddox, it was a little bit different because he was a premature baby. And I wanted just everything I could to make him as perfect as he could be. Yeah, and so I, I had this like fight in me of like, yeah, like we're going to yeah. make it to a year. With Archie, I have enough breast milk to hopefully get me through at least till he's 11 months. Talk to my pediatrician. We have a game plan for once he hits 11 months, like et cetera. So for me, I was just like, is this worth 
the the mental strain that it's having on me and my relationships. No. Like even the way I was treating Wyatt was yeah. like shit. And like we couldn't go anywhere really because then we'd have to think about pumping or about how they're going to get fed. And it's just, it's not fun. It's not fucking fun. No. Or it, even like, I think I hear Gio. Um, or fine. even like if your child's getting enough food, like are you producing enough? Are yeah, you... it's just, it's it's tough. Yeah. It's tough to think about. Are you done? No, I am still nursing during the day, which is fine. I just, I did not want to nurse at night, but I told myself I have to wean for sure by May. But Gio, he takes bottles, like he loves bottles. Yeah. So I could really be done, but I think it's just me. Yeah. Well, at least he's it's old enough. It's just the conveniency. At least he's old enough now, no, though, for you where you can put him on like plant-based milk or oh, whole yeah, milk or whatever. Sure. He is on so the like, horizon. If you transitioned, you don't have to put him on formula. Not no. that it fucking matters. Right. I'm just making a point. You don't have to pay for formula. You're paying for no. real milk. But still, I forgot how freaking expensive milk is. Dude, milk, eggs, all the bullshit Especially is fucking annoying. Especially milk. Jeez. I can't. So uh, kind of like branching off that. For me, I'm just like, kind of echoing. Like I was just, I was touched out. I was done. And it was affecting me, period. Um, someone asked then, first time mom, where do I start with breastfeeding? There's so much to learn. Dude, there's there's a lot of great resources now. Yeah. But you just got you just gotta find the people to follow that are proper educators. Yes. Carrie Loker. Carrie Loker. Little milk bar. Yeah, something like that. Um ma- mama. Milky Mama. Okay. Milky I think Mama. I've heard of her. Or heard of them. Um, is that a brand? Yes. Okay. But she also educates on Okay, yeah. Um, there's just a lot of like certified lactation consultants, but that's the thing is like you want to yes. find a CLC. Yes. Um, the memorial where I delivered Mila, they were like all gung-ho for um, breastfeeding. So I got a lot of information about breastfeeding from like the lactation consultants on the floor. And then they did like tell me that there is free like lactation classes but mm-hmm. I mean they're all the way in South Bend and I lived not in South Bend so yeah luckily so for me travel luckily for me with the NICU I had six weeks of people yeah teaching me every single thing like I was in the hospital every day if I ever had a question I literally just walked my ass down to CLC yeah and right. I would sit with them for 30 minutes and we would talk about breastfeeding yeah. um so I was very grateful in that way not a lot of people have that opportunity but I feel like you just have to start by like reading the information online and especially Carrie Loker. Like, honestly, I just sent everyone to her, dude. She, she is fucking awesome. I had a past podcast with her about almost two years ago now before she like completely blew up. She, she puts a lot of fucking work into what she does. does. And I just, I will, she, she deserves everything that she gets because she works really, really, really hard. So I would definitely suggest just like going to her page, honestly, and like binging all of her like highlights and her posts. She does a great job. Like honestly, one-stop shop. Like I don't even have to tell you anyone else. That that is like the best place. Um, Something you wish you knew before motherhood. Um, How you lose your identity. (laughs) I mean, that's a given, but like how legit it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think... (laughs) Again, it's like something you wish you knew. It's like, bitch, everyone tells you everything. Yeah. You just don't believe it. Right. Honestly. Yeah. So I think it's just like, again, like the preparation of maybe my mentality going into motherhood, like not feeling like I have to hold on to my old self so much and just really like embrace my new self more. Right. Yeah. Give myself more grace. Yes. 
something you wish you knew. I'm just trying to think of even a different way to like spin anything. I think just like you probably like won't have friends. Yeah. So just like expect that. Um, so true. I say you- this in a good way. It's just pe- people that don't have kids. Like you wonder why like mom motherhood feels like a cult. Yeah. It's because no one fucking gets it yeah. unless you're a mom. And that yeah. is like, no, that's not like pick me energy. I yeah. chose to be a mom. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with that. It's just such a special journey that if you choose to take that journey, you, you just get it. You fucking get it. Other moms get it. We get it. You know? So that's not to sound like pick me at all. It's just more of like, unless you're in the experience of motherhood, it's just like a special community that you just get it. So it kind yeah. of feels like culty, not cunty, culty. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just kind of my, like maybe something I wish I knew is like how non-relatable my old friends would be. Yes. Ooh, that's a good way to say it. And but again, like that, no disrespect. No disrespect. But it's just. It's just hard. And maybe also yeah. like, I would even say how triggering your old friends can be. Yeah. Just seeing what, like. Just seeing like that they them, can like go out, do whatever they right. want. They can go to the bars. They can yeah. go travel. They can go whatever it may be. And again, that's so that's a true. you thing. Yes. That's a you. No, that's a I've you doing the work. Before. You have to. That's not on them. No. That's you being a, a little brat. <laughs> but it's hard when you're going through all these other like emotions and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I like, I like that. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that, you know, we have family that have kids. I would literally, I have no friends. I would literally KMS if I did not have a sister yeah. or like a sibling. I, I don't know how only child, only children do it. Like, honestly, if you're an only child listening right now, like just good for you. Like, it, or, or if you like have such a huge age gap that you feel like an only child, you know? Yeah. Like tie and yeah. us. But it's just, it's a lot. So good for you. Um, yeah. A lot of questions about weaning. Yeah. A lot of questions. Biggest tip for even starting weaning is to find a bottle that works um, and try to pump at least once or something. Even like borrow a breast pump from a friend. Like who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. Give them your or milk. Or get the hand pump. Yeah. Get the hand pump. Get they're them. Like 20 get, bucks. get away for you to get breast milk mm-hmm. just because they're used to that. Don't try to just like do formula right away just because they'll hate it. Yeah. Um, try to do it just to figure out what bottle they mm-hmm. like at first. I had a really good success with uh, Avent bottles or Advent, whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Are there two brands? The Advent and Advent? Advent? Like I think it's like an Advent calendar. I don't know. Um, I think it's Avent. Shit, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Whatever that one is. <laughs> And then um, also did uh, Tommy Tippy. Oh my god! Yeah, that was another good one. Um, <laughs> the nature to the two nurture bottles. It kind of like feels like a titty that they can grab, and it's it's really oh, nice. It's actually really fun. Yeah. So Archie just like squeezes it as he goes to bed, and it, it kind of feels like my booby. Huh? Yeah. yeah um, with Mila, she like pretty much weaned herself, but she did not take bottles after. So she was like a year old, and she like went through a phase without getting any source of milk. Granted, she loved yogurt. As so. long, yeah, as long as you have protein yeah, in your diet, that's, like that's what her you pH really don't. Said. Yeah, that's what my that's what he said to me too. But then she ended up getting into bottles for like a little bit, and then Geo now he luckily he has not had any issues with taking a bottle. So we've done the t- Timmy Tommy Tippy. Um, they're called Boone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, ma'am. Yeah, M-M-A-M, M-A-A-M. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah. Someone asks, something no one warned you about. Dude, the postpartum, the uterus contractions. 
Ooh, if you're breastfeeding, it gets worse with every kid too. Sorry it's, to say it's that. It's so bad. It's so yeah. fucking bad. Or the fundus mas- massage or fundal. If fun- you're if you're all natural, you'll feel that. Oh, but that's if you got true. an epidural, you don't fe- you don't feel the devil's massage. I'll never forget when I was holding Geo. There was something like we're down there. We're just gonna press on your belly <laughs> <laughs> as they no. fucking crank into it. No, I was holding Geo and I felt something like down there, and I'm like, "What's down here?" And she was like, honey, that's your placenta. And I was like, oh shit, I forgot you can like feel that. Like give me a fork and a spoon. I'll just eat yeah, it right here. Right. Give me a straw. But yeah, I never felt that with me looks at an epidural. Yeah. So that was interesting. It is very interesting to have the experience, like both experiences. Yeah. But that is my biggest thing is like, no one told me how painful those those cramps would be. And they last probably like two weeks. Yeah. So I'm trying to fucking think. hurts. Trying to think what another one. Probably like night sweats or how bad your fucking BO is, bro. Dude, I used to be non-deodorant wearing, like just oh, genuinely. I was like, that aluminum. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I'm like, babe, all natural. What? I'm not. Let me tell you, I'm not stepping into Whole Foods grabbing fucking deodorant. You know, I don't. At this point, the twenty dollar deodorant that does not work. At this point, yeah, like give me hormonal issues. Like I, like I will take any aluminum. I'll put aluminum on my ass to smell good. Like I, I don't care. Oh, mine still smells pretty bad. My nipples smell like onions sometimes. Your nipples. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because I do kind of eat a lot of onions. I know. It sounds like a you problem. Yeah, it definitely is. (laughs) Okay. Transitioning crib to toddler bed. So this is something I can talk about because mm, Michaela's toddler, <laughs> Michaela's toddler still sleeps with her. I snuggle with her every Listen, night. Listen, Mila is such a cuddly girl though. Like Maddox. Yeah. From, Maddox feral. From the <laughs> moment he was born, dude, even yeah, in the NICU, he, bro, he would only let us hold him for like an hour and he yeah. would cry. Like he does, he does not like to be touched. Yes. He is his mother's son. I can attest to that. So, um, but for us, dude, honestly, one night it like the mattress just came and I was like, fuck it, I'm tearing it apart. <laughs> Like I, I did nothing to prepare him. I literally just one night put him a in a bed. Done. I said a year done. Figured out, grow up. You know what I mean? But honestly- Get a job. <laughs> here's, your, here's your resume. I did make sure though that there was nothing like in harm's way, right? Like I didn't want to draw attention to anything that he'd not, that he already seen, right? So I wasn't going to be like, don't touch this. Okay, don't right. touch this. I just left everything as it was. I still got the outlet. Like I got the baby monitor in there. So I'm like, what is he doing? Where is he at? Is he, what's he messing with? I kept everything in there like per normal. I didn't remove anything, didn't add anything. The only thing I did was add a, a door lock so he can't get out from the inside. I was going to say, um, if he did that. But that was it. I literally kept every, you know, he, he could get in his closet if he wanted to. He could go in the bathroom if he wanted to, but he doesn't. Yeah. I feel like, cause for me, I didn't draw attention right. to it. I didn't make it. The right. minute you tell them, don't do that. They don't want do that. to. They're not, they're not stupid. Um, yeah. so that was the biggest thing for me is like just keeping it as fucking normal as possible. Like, right. Hey, here's your bed. Good night. Yeah. Um, I did keep the mattress like on the bottom at first, just in case he rolled off and he never did, which was a slay for him. He was so ready for a big yeah. bed though. So like, That's good. it could be different. I would have gone floor bed. Mm-hmm. I would have totally gone floor bed. We just had already bought a toddler transition kit for like the bed that we had. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, why would I not use it? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that was the biggest thing. Okay, a few more questions. Two under two trips, uh, tips, literally none. <laughs> N fucking A. What is a re- why is retained placenta so common now and why does it happen? So that's interesting. I've never actually heard of a retained placenta until I had one. And then I like made a TikTok about it. And then some people were like commenting like, oh my God, I had one too. 
I don't know why. It's just basically like the uterus doesn't want to let go. So then your placenta is just like retained in there. Um, a lot of times they can just kind of yank them out or you manually remove them. So, I mean, they literally go fist deep, fucking elbow deep in, in literally scrape the lining of Ew. your uterus to get mm -hmm. that placenta out. For me, I had a small knot in my umbilical cord and it was also like super thin. So they were scared that if they tried to like use it for a little bit of traction that they were, that it would break off inside me, which then would immediately send me to the OR. I ended up having to go to the OR anyway, but luckily they didn't have to like intubate me, which is what they were going to do. They were going to intubate me. I just remember you telling me how you were hung like a deer. Oh my God. I was hung <laughs> like a fucking like jaws. Like literally my legs were like this. And the same doctor like came in. Like in chains? Yes. Like in stirrups. Dude. And yeah. they and they, and they they brought them up. Like I heard. Mm, mm -hmm. And they had to. I was. Yeah. I was bred fucking eagle, bro. Like <laughs> that's nuts. That's nuts to think about. And this fucking team of surgeons and whatever. So the anesthesiologist that missed my epidural came back I in. Can't. And I remember looking at him like, oh, you made it to this one, huh? And he was like, yep. <laughs> Oh my God. Fuck you. That's really scary. It's so scary. I don't, I don't know why it happens though. Honestly, I think it's just like a, one of those underreported things. Like, I don't think the first thing you come um, home and just be like, Hey guys, guess what? I had a pl retained placenta, but baby's here. Baby's good. You know, like it's not, I don't think it's a Facebook yeah, worthy post. Right, no. So it could be very much more common than we think. And, and most people probably have an epidural to where they just like scrape it out and you might not even know. True. Yeah. But like for me, I, I had to try to deliver it. Like I literally had, they wanted me to push and I could not, I could not fucking yeah. push. And oh, I that's the other thing they didn't warn you about giving birth to your placenta. Yeah. That's a whole nother birth. Especially when you do all natural. Yeah. Sorry. Mm -hmm. You want to get it. You wouldn't. No, just kidding. Trust me. If we had no. the option, we'd be You like, don't want to get it. You don't want to get it. You don't want a part of that nope, collab. Nope, nope. Um, okay. Last few questions. I like this one. We can expand about it. Navigating a changing relationship with your spouse after kids. Ooh, that's a good one. I'll let Mikhail go first because she was only dating her now husband for like five months. <laughs> it was a year. Okay. No, um, honestly, when we brought Mila home, I like had resentment against her because Joey and I really didn't have a lot of time together. So I was kind of like, you know, side-eyeing her. Side-eyeing. <laughs> like, you're in our way. Not really. Um, that, that was like probably a span of like two days and I was over it, but no. Um, honestly, I feel like Joey and I really didn't have a problem just because I think we didn't get a lot of time together. Mm -hmm. So we like, we, we didn't know any better, but yeah, we did good. The, on the only thing is my rage against him, <laughs> you know, but I mean, that's, I guess just normal. Yeah. But yeah, now like the kids are like kind of grown up. We're starting to go on like date nights and stuff for like his friends. And I think we're kind of like rekindling that fire that was like, you know, there in the beginning. It's just so much easier when your kids grow up. Yeah. So if you're in the thick of it, just know it gets better. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, things have been super hard, especially with Wyatt and I, just cause he was then like had to get surgery and I've been doing things by myself yeah. and He's been trying to find like his groove of like just, you know, his passion. Like, what does he really want to do? And right. blah, blah, blah. We're, we're both in like a different stage of like discovery of life. And mm -hmm. so it's been really tough, but we're definitely, you know, I think the thing is, is like at the end of the day, do you look at each other and, and are ready to give up? No. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so you just have to like remember that. 
um, and know that these are the biggest tribulations in your, in your marriage ever typically is going yeah. to be children and entering into a family affair, so to speak. And so, um, it's just very important to like stay grounded in why you guys started in the first place. And that sounds so cliche, but just taking yourself back there and, and also doing the work, you know, I know Wyatt and I are like looking into doing counseling and it doesn't yeah. even, and, and don't allow the word counseling to make you think that your marriage is at a breaking point. Right. It's not, no. you're preventing it. Right. You're preventing it. You're, you're doing the work ahead of time. You're doing the work mm-hmm. in the thick of it. Um, and so we're on a wait list right now that, oh. which that also sucks because like, we'd that love to sucks. like get in, I yeah. know, but, um, we just, yeah. we want somewhere we can escape, do a date night, go to therapy, yep. you know, like let's make a day of it. Yeah. Someone can watch the kids. We can go mm-hmm. to therapy. We can go talk about it after at lunch. Right. And then we get to go home and continue to work towards things, you know, but, um, I think it's just so important to, to allow yourself to be vulnerable. And if you're struggling in your marriage, like you, you gotta, you just gotta say it. Cause it doesn't mean that you're at the point where it can't be fixed or whatever. It's just like, it's a hard fucking season of life. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. And Again, so, it's a season. So yeah. it's, it'll get better. Absolutely. You just have to remember that you're not the only one. I think for a long time, I felt like I was crazy. Like, I'm like, am I the only one that like is having issues? Like everyone else seems so happy with kids, you know, whatever. So yeah, I share that out of vulnerability of like, it is fucking hard. Mm-hmm. But you know, when you love someone, you put in the work. Yep. That's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Last one. Definitely validate the, oh my God, I love you. But right now I need to be alone feeling of motherhood. So like validating the idea of like someone experiencing, like, I love you so much as a mom, like maybe you're to your kids. I need, I love you so much, but I need to be alone. That's such a real feeling. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you feel crazy for feeling that way, whoever is making you feel crazy for feeling that way is crazy. Yeah. Because yeah, motherhood is fucking hard. And there's a lot of times... I think about like just locking myself in a room yeah. and being like fun for yourself. <laughs> Intrusive thoughts. <laughs> wild, wild, wild thoughts. When I'm with you, all I get is wild thoughts. When I'm with my kids, all I get is wild thoughts. Yeah. No, I think time. the feeling of loneliness is, is just so prime. And again, like, I don't know what, what I would do if it wasn't for my sister. I would probably, I don't know. I literally don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, you have in-laws. True. Too. Like, I, do I don't I don't even in-laws. have like sister-in-laws. But for me it's like the staying at home which you stay at home too, but you work or whatever, but it's just it's yeah, it's definitely It can fe- it can feel monotonous, but also like children bring such a different day every day. Yeah, so true. They're doing new things like, every day. There's something new in every day. As, yeah. m- as much as it's like staying at home, being a stay-at-home mom is the same thing every day. It's like, but it's also not yeah. because like they are so different every day or like you'll look back a couple of weeks later and be like, they're so mm-hmm. different. But I think the biggest thing is like, and we could talk about this like forever. Like mm-hmm. I feel like motherhood is a never ending conversation, Yeah. Um, which is why like you should come on more often. I think yeah, that's I so should. valuable. Um, but it's just like lower your expectations, lower your need for perfection in honor, just like where you're at day to day. Like it, it really is a new journey of motherhood where you, you genuinely have to just live in the now. Yeah. You can't worry about it. You no. can't worry about next week. Right. Can't worry about, you can't worry about tomorrow's lunches. Right. Don't even, <laughs> you can't even worry about the bottles tomorrow. You will get there when you get there yes. and just honor right. that feeling and that emotion. Cause yeah. that's what leads, that's what leads to like enjoying the process more. Right. Is when you stop 
think you stop living for the future and you live for the now. Mm-hmm. That's my biggest thing. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. What's your biggest uh, tip for someone newly postpartum, like, or about to have a baby? I mean, again, this counts, this sounds cliche, but ask for help or honestly sleep when the baby sleeps. Like, I know you have shit done to get. You got um, shit done to get. <laughs> you know what I mean. You got shit to get done. <laughs> you got stuff to do around the house um, that can wait. Your baby's not going to be this little forever. So make sure you snuggle it and smell their head. And smell their toes. Ooh, that's the best. Ooh, that's a little best. Mm-hmm. I love it. The smell of the toes. My biggest thing would be like, allow your house to be messy. Yes. Michaela, you rage clean. So that's you. <laughs> I've noticed <laughs> that's that a like, problem. <laughs> the more that I just relinquish this idea, I got to clean up at night. I've literally been in a better mood. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Like I literally go to bed with like the toys out everywhere. I'm like, yeah. I literally look at it. I'm like, not some today. days though. Yeah. Some, some days you got to do no, that. No, for sure. Some days like I'm in the mood. I'm in the vibe. I'm like, I'm going to oh, yeah. clean up tonight before bed. But other days I look at the mess. I'm like, you know what? I don't have that energy right there right now. I would rather be in a good mood. Cause sometimes when I clean, you know, when you just get fucking pissed, you're like, I can't believe I'm fucking cleaning again. The house is always dirty. Blah, blah, blah. So I think like the more that I just like relinquish that, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Guess what? I'm going to wake up and I'm still going to be able to clean tomorrow. Like yeah. whatever. Um, that that's where I found best. But I think anyone like preparing for a baby to bring home or a transition to bring home, just meet yourself where you're at in the day. Like, honestly, yeah. you just, you just got to find the one thing in the day that keeps you going. Yes. Um, make a self-care routine. That's yeah. also my biggest thing to wake find, up, get find a time to take care of you. Yeah. Um, care. Go to bed, put your eye gels on at night. Like yep. find a thing that makes you yes. feel like you, not feel like mom, right. but feel like you. Yes. Um, ask for help. Show. Tell tell your husband to do bath time. Yeah. Tell your husband to go put the fucking bed kids to bed. Like mm-hmm. even if he does it wrong, it yeah. takes slack off you. And if he's yeah. willing to do it, it's fine. It's, it's his own routine with the yes. kids. And guess what? The kids love it because they love their dad. Right. Um, so just so true. Just let it vibe. And as long as they're in bed and they're safe, who cares? Who cares Honestly, how they get there? Yeah. And if the diaper is on backwards, it still catches. <laughs> it's like, don't worry about it. They'll be fine. <laughs> They'll be fine. Um, maybe why it's onto something. You know what I mean? Like maybe, maybe. wearing it backwards maybe. is in. Um, but I hope you guys like this episode. As always, follow Michaela on yep. Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. Follow Brunch with Desby on Instagram. I might put put this on YouTube. I say might, like we recorded the whole thing. Like it's definitely going to go on YouTube. So yeah. if you want to watch it, feel free to go give it a like, um, and just, you know, be like, haha, listen to it first. LOLs, LOLs, like something, I don't know. And <laughs> good luck. Good luck with whatever you're facing right now. Yeah. Um, and I hope that none of this at all scares you about being a mom. Like I would continue to be a mom forever and ever. Yeah. I have to be a mom forever and ever. I don't really have a choice anymore, <laughs> but, um, I consented to that choice. That's all that matters. True. So. We consented. Yes. Have a great Sunday. Thank you guys for being here. Make sure you go check out my Buff Bunny collection review this coming week for that $200 gift card, as well as my Instagram. I'm giving away another $100 gift card. So I get to give away three. I know I get to give away $300 to this launch, which is awesome. It's also like my favorite in the longest time. So that's about it. Have a great Sunday. Cheers. That's all for this episode of Brunch with Des B. I hope you enjoyed hanging out, laughing, or maybe even crying with me today because let's be honest, you never know what you'll get here. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast, share with your family and friends, or even just to social media and tag me in it so I can share. Love you guys.